0: What is the right way
1: to handle God's Word? The master's key is the key to unlock what the scriptures mean.
0: We're going to be looking at Jesus as our role model for someone who rightly handled the Word of God.
1: So we go to the master, Jesus himself, the master's key. How did the master do it?
0: We follow his model and we stay true to that. Then we will find the truth. And the truth will set us free.
1: free. Welcome to The Master's Key with Nigel Christensen from Celebrate Messiah. Nigel, we are looking again at correctly dividing, correctly interpreting, handling the Word of God.
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: All right, so we've looked at a few different things. This this time we're going to look at preventing deception. Yes, very important. Because there's a lot of that around. And uh, our key verse, Colossians 2, 8, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy or empty deceit. According to human tradition or human wisdom, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ, Colossians yes, two eight. Yeah. And I think I talked last time about being talked into uh, covering women's yes. basketball. Yeah, um, I'm sure you did a good job. I did a brilliant job, thank you. <laughs> but it's it's so very easy to to for somebody you, know, you hear somebody say something mm. and you go,
0: yeah, that sounds right. Yes. Yeah. So what I want to do is actually open with the classic case of getting confused and missing something very important.
1: And that wouldn't I want be the to Pharisees. Set, <laughs> yeah,
0: so I want to set this up <laughs> yep. with this question. Why did the majority of the nation of Israel miss one of the most obvious truths in all of history that Jesus, Yeshua, was their Messiah?
1: Okay, can I give you my answer on that? From, uh, um, from from memory of what sure, I remember from sure. narrating the book, because we, we were talking about... Hand me the book there for a second, and yeah, I'll sure. just hold that up to the camera. Um, we, we, we were just discussing this the other day, this book, uh, Yeshua, The Life of Messiah from a Messianic Jewish Perspective, written by Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum. And uh, f- one of the things I think he says in there is that the masses were deceived because they believed... The religious authorities, the Pharisees, yep, sure. at the time. Yep. So, so we're, you know, we we're, we're the masses. We don't know anything. You're the pastor. You must know everything. You went to Bible college, yep, right? Therefore, I believe what you said. Yeah,
0: there's a sense of that. And and Jesus sums up. He says, "You did not know the time of your visitation. In other words, you didn't know that Messiah has arrived." And actually, interestingly, there's a one way to put it. Is the answer is found on that blank page between the. Old Testament and the New Testament so sometimes I say right everyone let's turn to our blank page some people start uh, turning (laughs) there but essentially it's in this time period it's about 400 years yep where a whole myriad thousands of additional oral law uh, commands were added by the sages and the rabbis on top of the existing 613 commands of Mosaic law and with uh, with
1: good reason originally yes
0: with good intention, the,
1: the, the intention was that, that they they knew that they had been kicked out of the land because yes. they'd broken God's Sabbath, they'd broken yeah. God's God's laws, yes. and so to make sure that they didn't do that again, they built this hedge around the yep. law, saying, "If well, if we don't break these ones, then we yeah. can't break these ones."
0: Yeah, and, and and there was good intention to start with, but the problem was, what happened to these these extra laws, is that they actually became treated as sacrosanct as, as well. As the law. As yeah. although they were equal to, yeah. and even sometimes superior to the actual written law of Moses. Yeah. And that was the problem. Um, and so they had actually then therefore added a whole additional uh, set of requirements that aren't found yeah. in the Mosaic law. So l-
1: let's put it in context. We're recording this in an office in Garden Place in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So it's in garden house. So the law, Torah, yes, says don't go to garden house. Don't right. go inside garden house. Yes, right. So what the Pharisees do? We go well, okay. So that we don't ever go into garden house, let's come up with a rule that we don't go into garden place. Yes, that would work, wouldn't it? Yes. Right. If you don't no, go yeah. into garden place, can't go into garden house. Yeah. And then they go, yeah, you you might slip up. So let's make a rule that you can't go into Hamilton. Yes.
0: Some people might agree with that rule. Well, t-
1: t- why? <laughs> we won't go there. But what happened was the whole reason for not going into Garden House, mm. which is which is given in Torah, God gives yeah. his reasons why. Yes. You know? So the whole reason for that disappears, yes. and what now
0: becomes the rule is don't go to Hamilton. Yes, and it's a much more uh, imposing and authoritarian yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah. And so, in fact, what Jesus comes along and does is he sticks to the law as it is, is written. written. Yeah. The master's yeah. key. And he refuses to accept the authority of these additional human-made oral law traditions. And because he rejects those, they
1: in turn... The Pharisees reject, reject him. him.
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's really answering that question. Why did they miss him? Because they were looking for a Pharisee to be a Messiah. Yeah. They were not looking at the promised Messiah of the written word of God. They were looking for the Pharisaic Messiah of their oral law traditions. Right. They had reinterpreted the word of God and now they've got a completely different picture of who Messiah should be.
1: And again... Originally, from the best intentions, the yes. Pharisees were the ones after the when they came back from the Exodus and after the the Maccabean revolt and everything. The Pharisees were the ones that said, "We need to obey God so that yes. this doesn't happen again." So they were the strict Torah observers. Ooh. So obviously, if Messiah is going to come and Messiah is going to be a Torah yes. observer, he's not going to be a Sadducee. He's not
0: going to be a Herodian. He's obviously going to be a Pharisee. Yeah, and this is so. What Jesus says, he actually differentiates between. The written word of god and their oral traditions and we see this in matthew 15 I yeah think so
1: he says in some places you've uh you've it is written in other places he's heard he says you've heard it is said yeah. but so Ma- matthew 15 3. yes um this is uh yeah so why do you break the commandment of god for the sake of your tradition. Yes. Yep. Which which is what we we're just talking yep. about. And then
0: Mark 7. In Mark as well. 7.
1: In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Yes. Now that's got to be a quote from the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, you leave the commandment of God and hold to the traditions of men. Yeah. And the so Caesar again, it's what we're saying. We've exactly. we, forgotten that we're not allowed to go into Garden House. Yeah. yeah. All we exactly. know is don't go to Hamilton. Yes.
0: So in, in essence, what he's saying is there's a distinction between. These human traditions, and whatever sincerity there might have been for them, yep. they do not have the authority of the written Word of God. And so he's saying we need to understand the Word of God as it's written, not as it's been reinterpreted. Yes, And and so this is what he's saying. And then he's also continues to back that up. And we see this further on in Matthew 15, 6, and also in Mark yep. 7.
1: Matthew fifteen six. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's Matthew 15, 6. Mark yep. 7, 13. Thus making void the word of God by your traditions that you've handed down and many such things do you do. So, this, this is similar to the, the catechism uh, in the Catholic Church, um, because to be a good Catholic, you yeah. need to obey the catechism.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: which is the the papal interpretation right.
0: of the Additional Scriptures. Right, stuff yeah. that's not actually in the original yeah. Word of God. So any, th- this is this is one example, and as you point out, this is not the only example. Yeah. Well, but Jesus pointed it the out. <laughs> yeah. What's the outcome of their approach? Well, their, they make
1: void the yes. Word of God.
0: Which means it makes it of no effect, Yeah. right? So they're not getting truth, are they? No. They're getting outright error. Yep. Yeah. And so this is the point that Jesus is trying to make. If you allow traditions, human philosophies, whatever, to take precedence, you are not gonna end up with the truth. You're gonna end up with a completely wrong yeah. conclusion, which the Pharisees come to. Yeah, They conclude that he's demon-possessed when he's doing the works of the Holy Spirit. You can't get too far away from No, that's right. Right that's and wrong right. there, right? But of course, I do wanna stop here for a second and say, look, you and I, we can think, man, these silly Pharisees. How could they be <laughs> so easily sucked into believing this, right? Yeah, and feel very high and mighty about ourselves. Yeah, because we know the word of God, and yeah. but we 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 need to stop and ask ourselves these same kind of questions. We need to make sure we do not fall into this exact same trap. And the trap is that we base it, that we instead of having an authentic faith, yeah, based. On understanding the Word of God using the Master's Key, which as is it's written, as it is written, we end up with a version that's a reinterpretation of God's Word by yep. some re, uh, some philosophy, Whoever. ideology, whatever. Yep. That actually, that shifts us away from the truth. Yeah. And we can do exactly the same thing today. And part of this
1: goes goes back to what we were saying, which which is, as it is written, what did the original readers understand it to mean? Mm. And for us, what did Jesus and the disciples, the apostles, understand it to mean? Sure. Uh, with talking about Celebrate Messiah, the founder of Celebrate Messiah, uh, New Zealand, Scott Brown, who's now gone back to the mm. States. But I used to have Scott on my radio show on a weekly basis. Yeah. And we'd be looking at these various different verses and yes. saying, okay, Scott, I'm a 21st century gentile yes what because he's a messianic jewish believer sure. so so yeah. what did this verse mean mm-hmm. to the people in Colossae yes. that read it when, yes. when paul wrote it
0: yes as exactly. opposed to
1: what do i think it means based on what my denomination has taught yeah. for x number of years
0: and i think you know many of us are aware that you know we are seeing last day events type happening yep and so It is important that we know how to rightly handle the word of truth. Otherwise, like the Pharisees, we might not recognize the situation that we find ourselves in. We might be deceived about what's actually happening in the world around us and why. And we might actually end up fighting against God himself and his plans and purposes, which would be very sad. But it can happen. Believers can actually end up almost in opposition to God.
1: So we want to be more like the uh, the Bereans than the Thessalonicans, because the Thessalonicans were very much they were the epitome of what we're saying here with Mm. the Pharisees. They go, no, no, what you're saying to to Paul, they go, no, what you're saying disagrees with what we've been taught. Right, yeah, right. So we're not believing you. Whereas the Bereans probably said a very similar thing. Yes, right. What you're saying is completely different to what we've been taught. So let's go back to the Bible Yes, and see what the Bible and says. And use the master's key. And use the master's key. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And then they find, hey, he's actually legit. Yeah. He's on track. And I think that we know life can be extremely challenging. Yep. And you know, I, I know there are people out there right now listening to this who are, ex- are facing extreme challenges. But just keep in mind that we might want answers to our situation. We might be desperate yep. to see some sort of immediate response from god but the fact that i don't necessarily know the answer or can't see the answer doesn't actually disprove god's word no what it shows is not that god's word is fallible but i am fallible i'm weak i'm vulnerable yep actually i need to stay true to god's word even more when i'm struggling yeah because it's his word that's going to help me, sustain me in those yep. challenging
1: times. We talked about this uh, a couple of uh, episodes ago, that it's it's not all about me, mm. it's all about God. So the question should not be, God, why is this happening to me? Yes. The the question, if you wanted to ask a question, would be, okay, God, does what's happening to me fit into your plan? Yeah. Now, if you know the Lord, his character never changes, his nature mm. never changes, so the it. answer is Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Paul. Yes. Paul three times. Yeah, he's got this thorn yeah. in the flesh. Three times he asked the Lord, "Will you take this away?" God yes. said, "No." No.
0: Yeah.
1: Second time, "Will you take this away?" No. Now, I, I, I have to. I have to assume that the third time he goes, "Why not?" Yeah. You yeah. know, because the Lord answers and says, "My grace is sufficient yeah. for you." And at at which point verse. Paul
0: goes, "Okay, I can accept that." Yes. Right. And I think what you point there. It's not wrong to ask questions. The Brian's ask questions. Yes, yeah. Paul answers ask questions. It's assessing the attitude behind my questions. Yes. Am I trying to find a loophole? Yeah. Am I, tr- you know, when the truth is obvious and I'm trying to find some back door? Yeah. Uh, am I avoiding the truth? You know, when I know what I know what the answer is, yeah. but I'm just I don't want to I don't want to see that answer.
1: And, and again, it's because no? it's it's all about me. It's all about me. Um, I don't know if you've seen Louis Giglio's video, um, the party in heaven. No. So I mean, it's great. We, we watched one. One of my grandsons uh, the other day wanted to watch how great is our God, which is the one that shows how big the the different suns are. And mm. but the party in heaven, Louis Giglio says he says the party is not that you get to heaven. and go, yeah, I made it. He says, the party is that you get to heaven and you f- see someone who you told about Jesus. Ooh. And you go, yes, you made it.
0: Yeah. right. Awesome. It's,
1: it's not about us. No. We have to get there out. It's, it's about yeah. him. The book of Ezekiel, God says, I'm going to do this and this and this. Mm. And then you will know that I, Adonai, yes. am God. And I'm going to do this to these people. Yes. And then you will know that I Adamo- Adonai am God. Yes. And then I'm going to do this. And then you will know yes. why. Because unless we know that Adonai is God, yes. Unless we know that Jesus is God, that Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Messiah, died as our, uh, our the propitiatory death for for our sin. Mm. Unless we know that, we're not going to be able to come into that right relationship with Him.
0: Yeah. That's right.
1: And be with him for eternity, which is what he
0: wants. If we're all concerned about, oh, it's not fair. I've got a sore yeah. knee and Jesus isn't healing it. Yes. Yeah. And this is this is why when we come to Scripture, we've got to be careful. We're not trying to twist it to, to our profession yes. conclusion. Yeah. We come to Scripture, we need to understand that God's word stands in authority over yeah. us. And this is what happens. If we are using the master's key, we follow that approach properly then it's not us that ends up in authority. It's God's word yeah. that ends up in authority over our lives. We do not reinterpret the scriptures, we understand the scriptures and the truth they yeah. contain.
1: And we can then accept the situation.
0: And we can have peace. Yeah. It's, most people who start reinterpreting and going different, they they often don't have a lot of peace. Yeah. They actually become more angst, more anxious about things because it's making less sense. Actually, when we come to understand who God is and trust in his character and place our faith in him, despite our circumstances, that's when we can have peace, as um, the psalmist says, in the midst of my yep. enemies. Hebrew prepares a table. Think about that. Middle of a battle. Middle, yep, yep, and God yep. says, hey, come over here for a second. Yeah, yeah. Come and sit down. Let's have a, let's have a talk. Yep, yep. But hold on. I'm, I'm fighting over it. No, no, no. Just talk yep. about it. I've got it sorted. Come and sit down. Yeah. What's and in and a, him
1: being God, he yeah. just turns to the enemy, says you guys just stop. Right? We'll, we'll fight I'm, each other for yeah, a while. Yeah, but, I'm gonna,
0: and you think about that, what peace is that? Yeah. Here's a raging it's, battle. It's,
1: it's the peace beyond understanding exactly. that, that, that exactly. Paul talks about. You hand everything over. James, is it James? Paul? Paul uh, Philippians four, verse four. Yeah. Anxious for nothing. So we hand everything over to Jesus, yeah. trusting him. Yes. And then I can have peace. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. if, if I'm not if, if I'm not at peace. The,
0: that trust isn't there yeah exactly and and, and that piece comes from the trust yeah. and, and we we've, we've 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 understood the Word of God as it's written we, we are then not trying to strive to make it mean something else yep. we are content that this is the truth and therefore we can trust and, and, and when you know that
1: whole God. story of God yes that everything that, I used to say this in the church, I'd walk from way over this side of the of the stage, yeah. and I'd say, "Over here is before eternity, before anything." Yeah. And over here is eternity in the future. Yes. I said, and over here the Bible tells us that God's plan for you was that you would be spending eternity with Him. Yes. Yeah. Everything between there and here. Yes. Is designed to get you into eternity. Exactly. Once you understand that, then it doesn't mean you go, "Oh, actually, I'm really happy." I was in a car accident that broke my back. No. Right? You don't say that at all. That's silly. But you go. I know my God. I yes. trust my God, and uh, and you don't get deceived. And this goes back to yes. what we were talking about with this yes, particular episode. Exactly. It, we don't get to, what was that verse? Colossians no, we, two We 8. don't start reinterpreting it. Yep. So as Paul says, says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. That's Colossians two 8. Let me just say um, what I like about. The phone is you can put uh, something like My Sword on yes. the phone, and it gives you multiple versions. There are various scriptures that are difficult to comprehend as they're written. Yeah. Uh, this is from the ESV. Yeah. Um, but what I suggest is you, you put your Bible into compare mode. Sure. Right, so type in Colossians two eight. Compare, go yeah. you know, the King James, the NIV, the ASV, the NASB, the ESV, yeah. the yeah. Bible in Basic English, yeah, the Good yes. News Bible,
0: you know, and, and go. Oh, so you read really, uh, that's what it means. Yes, it can it can help uh, understand the depth of the passage yeah. because in any translation, when you go from one language to another you are losing a little bit so it's good to increase our depth of understanding even go to interlinears you can get interlinears online that can be quite helpful just to see the rich meaning of each word yeah um because what's behind this is paul's really saying look there are so many ways this this could go wrong there's one way this goes right yes and it's according to christ
1: yeah that's right
0: and that's what we want from here everyone who's watching this podcast look to christ Make him central to your life. His his approach is your role model. His way to live is our way to live. Yep. And if we're looking at him, focused on him, then we're starting to head in the right direction. Yep. Absolutely. The moment we look anywhere else, I look to you, I look to myself, I look to anywhere else, I'm starting to sink. Yep. Peter. Yep, exactly. In that water, exactly. You
1: know? Yep. So that's that's uh, looking at the, of using the master's key of interpreting the scriptures to save us from getting into deception yes. because some people are very, very good with their words. Oh yes, very that, plausible idea. That's argument. why they get elected. Uh, next time we're going to look at how the master's key is going to enable us to uh, test the spirits Peace. and know the
0: truth. So I hope you can join me. That's next time. Thank you.